Hey, what is going on, guys? Christian from the Lamprey MMA podcast, as always, joined by Trenton. Hello. And there is no Jeffrey tonight. Uh, Jeffrey is currently driving through Nevada and uh, dying because he doesn't have AC in his Jeep. (laughs) I feel so bad for him. I know. I feel bad, but also it's kind of like, come on, buddy. Come on. Um, If you're joining us on YouTube or watching us here, thank you so much. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you can see whenever we post new videos or any other content. Uh, If you're listening to us, whether it's on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, thank you for tuning in. Uh, appreciate your guys' support thus far. Let's keep it going. Um, yeah, this is the first week in a long time that we don't have any fight, no fight cards. There's no UFC, there's no Bellator, there's no PFL, I'm pretty sure. If you're trying to watch any sort of mixed martial arts, you're probably going to have to watch a local promotion or some European or Russian something. But Something I don't watch. <laughs> yeah, but there's no UFC for the first time in a long time. Yeah, so it, I mean, I'm not mad at a little bit of downtime, especially because it's it's like a week. You know? I, mean, I know. It's, it's not that big of a deal. If it, was, like, if it was a month, uh, it was like I'd beginning be like, of COVID times. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so just since the last podcast, yeah, this is episode seven. Uh, last podcast, we just did our recap of the Surreal Gone and uh, Alexander Volkov fight, and or that entire card. And news that came out just a couple days ago was that the new card scheduled for August is going to be, or the next fight, I guess, best way to put it, is Surogon versus uh, Derek Lewis for the interim title. I am kind of blown away by it, and I personally don't like it. I don't even like the matchup. This is not an exciting fight to me personally. So... I think it's kind of a terrible idea, and I kind of think it's kind of like a fuck you to to Francis, considering he just won the title within the last three months. And that entire time that he was trying to get back to getting a title shot, he never received a single interim title yeah. <laughs> opportunity when Stipe and DC were doing their whole thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this fight either. Um Mostly just because of the the interim champ thing. I mean, I understand the fight itself. I don't like the but, style matchup. I don't like it. Yeah, to me, I, I can see it playing out a lot like the the gone um, Rosenstrike Rosenstrike fight. Yeah. You know, um, or it could just it could be like the Gustafsson fight, or not Gustafsson, but a Volkov fight too. You know, yeah. maybe maybe he's picking him apart for most of it, and then he gets caught. I mean, anybody can get caught from Derek Lewis. The dude's got fucking hands, and he hits hard, and anybody could go to sleep. But this this fight, or this fight, this it shouldn't have these title implications. Like that's that's just absurd. He won yeah. the belt three months ago, and they're giving him an interim belt over politicking like yeah well and the biggest thing is like in the grand scheme of things like i'd be trying to get that john jones fight too but and it that's strictly be for money purposes 
because that's really the only way he's going to get paid because he can fight Derek Lewis. It, the thing is, is he's not going to get paid as much as if you were to fight John Jones. No, but John Jones is going to be there. I mean, if John Eventually. Jones doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to fight right now because he wants more money or whatever, let that play out. Like Francis should fight Derek Lewis if Derek Lewis wants to step up or, or gone. If gone wants to step up, like, whatever these guys shouldn't fight each other and take they're not taking his belt but like yeah they're not he's they, not getting they, stripped yeah they're, they're telling him that you know there's other options out here and we're gonna give these guys an interim belt and then what happens if he sits out for a fucking year waiting for john jones then they will strip him from the belt you know what well, i mean like well they're telling the him thing, he doesn't he doesn't matter that much and well, that's the thing that, that's, that's kinda, where they're fucking wrong well that's like, the thing that's kind of shitty is at the same time is because you can't, you know, we it can't be one way for one fighter and another way for another fighter because in the grand scheme of things, it was Stipe just Stipe and DC both. It was like, okay, well, I want my rematch. Okay, well, I want to want now I want my rematch. Yeah, and it's just back and forth. And it's like Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I just I think I think it's the wrong move. They're yeah. just trying to hype it up. They're trying to they're hyping it up, and then they know that when one of these guys does fight Francis, now they could promote it even more because it probably won't be John Jones still, and one of these guys will have to fight him, and it'll be for the unification, you know, like to, it'll be interim champ versus the real champ, and then they could promote it as that. And it's like, but the thing is, they on, did that. You know? Look at look at when they did that when it was uh, Shane Carwin versus Brock Lesnar, and it's like. This is really one of the biggest, like, it happens frequently in the heavyweight division, it seems like. Or it's, like, yeah. the most frequent that you see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also think the UFC is made. Simple uh, fact that Francis hey, you, you repeat is the last part. You, your, oh. your stuff glitched out. You said, I think the UFC, and then. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, th- I think the UFC is, like, a bad judgment call on this one. Like they're underestimating the, like the excitement for a Francis thing too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like why pass up on Francis? He's the one thing that makes that division exciting. Without him, nobody really gives a shit. He's the fucking champ. You know what I mean? Like he should be fighting. He should be defending his belt against Derek Lewis or, or whoever. You know, John Jones or whatever. He should be the one fighting for that. Not make them fight for a made-up belt that they just felt like doing three months ago, like three months later. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and well, with that, obviously, it stirred up a bunch of stuff between Dana White and Francis's manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, another thing, Francis is up for uh, SB for Fighter of the Year uh, in the SBs. And uh, I think him and... Amanda Nunes, and I can't remember. There's a couple other ones, but I don't remember. I think Israel Adesanya is another one. Probably. Um, I, would, I would throw it out there with uh, the New Mexican champ, too. Brandon Moreno. But that's me. You know, you got to give that dude credit where credit is due. He's the first Mexican champ, Mexican-born champ or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he put on two great fights, and then he won a belt in the second one. Like, that's yeah. that, that's got to mean Draw something. Draw on the yeah. first one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, obviously, Francis was in Africa. He went back home 
to uh, Cameroon, I think is where he's originally from. And his manager, Markel Martin, uh, had spoke to ESPN's Brad Okamoto and basically said this comes as a complete shock to make an interim title so soon. If you look at the history of this division, it comes as a surprise. Francis is just now returning to the States to begin training, and he just won the title three months ago. We're unsure of what the reasoning is behind this, but we hope to get clarity soon and figure out something with the UFC soon. At the end of the day, they're in control of these decisions. Honestly, I felt like that was a very good response. I feel like that was a positive response from the management side. And then Dana, being Dana, (laughs) Dana comes out and is like, this dude is so full of shit. (laughs) He knows exactly what's going on and isn't shocked at all because we told him several times this was coming. His management is incompetent, and hopefully Francis starts taking a look at new people to help his career. Uh, I'll just finish reading what his what was said in return. Okay. Uh, so he goes, laugh out loud, complete shock with your decision after we said September was good for us. Complete shock that you guys made threats after less than three months after you were all, after you all were aware. Complete shock after you knew why Francis needed more time. That is correct. I know you're passionate, but you trying to discredit my integrity when I've been nothing but respectful to you, Hunter, and your entire staff speaks more about you than it does me. I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed that I've gotten your attention. Incompetent management? I think think we've done a damn good job. I think you really don't like the fact that Francis is being represented by not only me, but an entire agency one of which you can't control, hence why you have people trying to rep him all the time to your benefit. Uh, I tell you what, let's disclose everything for people to see. Emails, calls, texts, everything. Deal? Because I'm, uh, I'm ready to get blackballed by UFC. I'm not defined by it, you or anyone else for that matter. How's that sound? Sincerely, your old employee, Markel Martin. So that makes me wonder, like, did he actually work for the UFC at one point? Yeah, I didn't do any research into that, but that makes it sound like he was an employee of the UFC before, and maybe they had already had a little bit of beef, and that's why Dana was like, man, like, fuck this dude. You know what I mean? Like, The thing is, is I don't understand Dana being a guy who was a manager for a long time. Like, he managed Tito and Chuck. yeah. Both Chuck and Tito. I don't understand how he has so much disdain for – managers like i mean like i get it it's a business yeah that was yeah but that was rightful yeah that was that's why like when dana says stuff like this i don't take it with a grain of salt like there's got to be some kind of history there or some kind of something there's there's background there's yeah there's got to be because he doesn't just come out and shit on people's managers because he doesn't like fucking managers you know what i mean like he shits on them because there's some there's doing some weird shit and there's usually a rightful reason for it but but yeah i don't i don't know if blasting people on social media is the way to do a a a strategy with you know communicating with somebody's manager like that seems high school you know i just think it's drama i just think it's funny because the first the first interaction is like you know these are the decisions that they make blah 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 and then mm-hmm. dana's like essentially is like fuck this guy like like yeah. you know exactly why you're so full of shit it's like jesus dana 
He's, and for uh, him to do that, that makes me think that, you know, that he really is full of shit somehow. Well, obviously, there's all kinds of stuff that we don't know because yeah. we're just two podunk guys. But and we didn't do all the fucking research on the history of the manager yeah, either. Yeah, like, so I, there's no telling specifically. Obviously, yeah. I'm sure there's more that will come out later. Yeah. But still, it's like... I don't think it's done yet. I'll tell no, you that. God, no. It's not even close. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have some more aired out laundry out here it's gonna be. It's going to be another freaking John Jones thing where it's going to be like, all right, well, grant me my release. Grant me my release. Yeah. Like, okay. Um... So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how all that's... Honestly, the big news was that there's an interim title fight, but at the same time, I'm kind of disappointed because I'd much rather see Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou than Cyril Gaon versus Francis Ng- or Cyril Gaon versus Derek Lewis. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I think without John Jones there, that's the fight to make. Yeah. Um, this This fight does make sense if like Francis was fighting John Jones mm-hmm. and I don't know that it makes sense for a title, like for an interim title, but this fight no, does like a number one contender. Yeah. This does clearly identify who the number one contender is, which I do like and respect that fact, but you're not making them a number one contender. You're making them an interim fucking champion when you had a champion three months ago. Yeah. It's, it'd be one thing if Francis was like continuously injured. Well, it was like one thing when Brock Lesnar had diverticulitis. Yeah. Frank Mayer had a motorcycle accident. The like, there's a lot of uncertainties. There's legitimate reasons, yeah. and also we don't know because that guy did say when you know exactly why Francis, you know, wanted it in September. Maybe he does have an injury that he hasn't disclosed, or maybe he wants time off to or, just or he wants to, to go do, visit family. Or, yeah, you know. or he. I'm I'm thinking it had more to do with the fact that like he just became the champion and. He, the things that he really couldn't afford to do before, he could probably he can afford to do now. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm sure, sure they're it's paying taking Francis care of a, a pretty yeah. fucking penny too, because he yeah. is the heavyweight picture right now. Yeah, like, he is he's, literally. He's, Mike he's Tyson. what they're marketing as the next yeah. Yeah, Mike Tyson of the UFC. He's yeah. the fucking knockout guy. He's he's there. He's their gold pony right now, at heavyweight. You know, yeah. so I'm sure he's getting paid a pretty fucking penny. And you, that dude came from fucking nothing. Yeah. So he deserves shove every on, penny that he gets. Shove him fucking salt in the yeah. Cameroon. So he, he deserves every penny that he gets. And if he wants to take four months to enjoy it, whatever, dude. Yeah. Three months and you fucking make an interim title. That's just a cheap shot in my book. But it's, it's I don't know. It's like you said before, it's the, there's a lot of politicking. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I just think it's funny that Dana is like, He's like, I hopefully he gets better management because they're incompetent and all this other stuff. It's like it sounds like you really just don't like the management, which is you can't you can't fuck Francis because his who he's represented by. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I agree. Uh, one of the you know moving past that, uh, another big thing. Uh, Luis Smolka dropped out of the fight with Sean O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean O'Malley released uh, on his Twitch stream. Uh, what was that yesterday? That the, d- yesterday yeah, or the day, the day before? before. Yeah. Um, that he has a new opponent, um, which I found out from you. 
mm-hmm. because I was at work at the time. So I got a message after I got off work and I was like, holy shit. Um, let's see. I know his, his, is, his name yeah, is go ahead. like Chris Moutinho or Chris Moutinho. Yeah, so I think I think that's his name or how you pronounce it. Yeah, uh, he's he's got he's got a nine and four record. Um, yeah. This will be his debut. He's I think UFC he was, debut. Yeah, his UFC debut. I think he was. I think he's like top twenty five in like the European circuit or something like that. Where is he from? I mean, obviously Europe, but is he like English? Uh, let me check real quick because I just read something on it and I didn't. Okay. Um. Well, bookmark it or whatever. I the- honestly, I'm kind of disappointed at this because uh, I don't even like. I want Sean O'Malley to move up the ranks. How's he gonna move up the ranks and he's fighting these guys? Because in the grand scheme of things, this is a high risk, no, basically low to no reward for him. Yeah, like. He's an unknown fighter that if he comes out here and has a great debut and beats uh, Sean O'Malley, yeah. um, that's a big fucking setback for that for that man, you know? And, and if he goes out there and starches this dude, it's not really that big of a win for him either because nobody knows who the fuck he is. I think he's top 23 in the bantamweight division. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't... There, I really think that there's there was better options there, but I think also Sean O'Malley. I think he just wanted to fight, so he's going with because he, you know, you're one week out through a freaking twelve week fight camp. Yeah, but you can't tell me that someone in the top fifteen didn't want that fight or offered for that fight. I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't want to take that fight on short notice because I don't want to lose my ranking. To a guy when he's had all the training camp. If it were the other way around, if I were the one that was in training camp and he was coming in on short notice, I would do it. But not the other way around where he's full condition. He's I think dudes at that weight are training constantly anyways to keep their fucking weight down. Yeah. Like, the, I think someone uh, stepped in on notice. Hit up da- hit up Davison Figueredo. He's not constantly training to keep his weight down. He's constantly training well. They eat that fucking Brazilian barbecue, baby. Well, yeah, there's that. Walk around 160 as the 125-er. Um, I'm trying to – I want to know – I want to know how many people actually did throw their name in the hat. Like, hey, I'll take that fight. I'll take that fight. I'm sure there was people on Twitter that said, I'll, I'll fight that man, and they just overlooked him. I, I would – I mean – in the grand scheme of things, I got nothing to lose. Why not? Yeah, that's that's the way that I would look at it. Is I, I've got nothing to lose. I'll take all the risk, and you know, if it works out, I'll be all the reward. That being I mean, is, said, is there any other bantamweights on that fucking card right now that they could have just replaced them with somebody else? Uh, but the thing is, is you can't. That's kind of shitty. To, that would be shitty to do that because that's a person at a. They've done Schedule it before. The, the guy that pay the the show money, like they gave him their show and win money, and they just paid that dude off and let him fucking fight. Like, 
I'd be like, I didn't just bust my fucking ass through this whole fucking camp to, <laughs> that to would not suck. fight. To not yeah, fight. Would, it would suck, but I think they've done it before. How about you double my fight first? There you go. I don't yeah. see any other bantamweights on the card anyways, but yeah. still. Uh, yeah, that's... In the, it, uh, dude, I don't know. I just... Well, there's a women bantamweight fight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think this is a bad move. I just think that they could have found somebody else. I don't think they had to sign a new guy and and basically feed him to the fucking wolves from a rising star. Yeah. You know, they could have – I feel like they could have done somebody in the top 15 and helped progress his, his um, ranking in the UFC because I don't even think O'Malley's top 15 yet. No, he's not. Yeah. That's the thing that I don't understand. He's 13 and one. He, his only loss was to Marlon Vera, and Marlon Vera's in the top 10. Yeah. I, I think that he's good enough to be a top 15 fighter. He's got finishes. Excuse me. He's got finishes in almost all of his fights in the UFC. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the boat that like I like that they're gonna bring him up slow, but That's I think too that, slow. Yeah, but I think that you should still move up the rank. Like you should still have him fight higher ranking people every fucking time. And for me, it seems like it's all over the board. They're like, oh, here's a top fucking twenty five guy, and then they're like, oh, well, here's a you know top eighteen, and they're like, well, here's top thirty. Like yeah. fight that guy real Some quick, and, and then it's like, like what the fuck are you doing? Like like. If he fights a top 18 dude, the next one, all right, now let him fight top set, like the next guy up. Like, let him fight yeah. 17, work his way up that way. Don't fucking drop him and let him fight, like, number 23. And then if he wins this fight, they're like, okay, now you can go back up to, like, around rank 19 and let him fight those guys again. Like, no, now he's time. Now it's time for top 15. And if he can't win those fights, then then he drops yeah. back. But Well, here's yeah. another thing. He had to do a two-year suspension because of the tainted supplements. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you already lost two years of your career. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that I think they need to take into account is obviously he hasn't reached his prime yet. He's still no. young enough. But at the same time, he needs to be going up the ladder, not backwards, like you were yeah. saying. I'd, uh, I, and maybe this guy is better than I think, but I, I he think very he's, well could he, be. he's already had, from what I saw, he had his last two losses that he had were knockout losses. Mm-hmm. I believe well, one, was, for Sean O'Malley, then. one said elbows and the other one just said KO. So I'm assuming those are both KOs. Mm-hmm. And then one's a TKO, one's a. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he's been submitted two times as well, I believe. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about. So I mean, if I were him, if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't be worried about Sean O'Malley getting him with the submission. I'd be more worried about Sean O'Malley not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just thinking in my head, like nine and four isn't a terrible fucking record, but when all four when of your losses finishes. are finishes, yeah, that's you know that's not a good look. No. So, and I think yeah. he's on a two fight win streak, so I think he lost. I think he won his I last two. And UFC that, just gets two. on yeah. Twitter and they're like, anybody have any professional fights that, <laughs> like, that can man. make 135? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Random fucking guy. 
and I don't know if he. I think he like chose his own fucking opponent. Like the article I read is that he he named the guy on on Twitch, but it like wasn't signed or anything. And then the UFC decided to go with him. I I I was under the impression that that's that he, who the UFC that, offered, and, and obviously he said yeah. So and he was like sure, and he's like, well, it looks, and that's when he announced. On his Twitch, looks like we're, the guy that we're going to be fighting is this. Okay, guy. I'd like to go back and watch the VOD on that just to just to see how that played out. I want to see how he announced I'm it. I'm sure if it's it, like one of the yeah. more popular VODs. It's I'm probably sure. one of the more recent VODs for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm definitely excited to talk about the card, and even dude, even the prelims. I I know a couple weeks back. I would kind of shit on the the card as a whole, but the way that I look at it, it's actually a uh, pretty decent card. But more than anything, I'm more excited for the preliminaries than I am uh, some of the main card fights, like yeah, Carlos yeah. Condit and Max Griffin. Uh, yeah, that's an exciting fight, man. Michael Pajera and uh, and Nico Price. Nico Price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good it, fight. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it'll be fun once we all get together and talk about the fights this coming week. And we'll have a special guest this this coming week, my buddy Randy King. So all right. We'll give yeah. our predictions and stuff. Yeah, we'll do our predictions. He hates Connor, so it'll be funny <laughs> to hear his take on whether he's gonna make predictions based on his head or his heart. So. Yeah. Well, his uh, negativity towards Connor will be, it'll be canceled out by my positivity for him. I know. <laughs> that, well, the thing is, is me, you, and Jeffrey, all three are, I think, we're going to have the same thoughts. And he's going to be, be like, tough one, yeah. he's going to be like, why the fuck did you invite me into this? <laughs> Why'd you invite me to do this podcast? Um, <clears throat> just getting back to stuff that's happened recently since, since we did our last episode. Uh, Michael Bisping was in uh, New Orleans and he ended up getting assaulted in the streets by somebody in New Orleans. <clears throat> he played it off and, you know, he's just like, you know what, dude, like he laughed it off. He didn't turn it into a huge deal. It is what it is, whatever. Ha ha ha. And went on Instagram live and or recorded an Instagram video and posted it. And basically him and his wife were just laying in bed at their hotel. And he was just laughing about it the whole time. Meanwhile, Joe Schilling, on the other hand, (laughs) uh, those of you that don't know, Joe Schilling fights in Bellator. He was, uh, I believe, a glory kickboxer for a long period of time. Very good kickboxer. Um, But now fights for Bellator. I'm pretty sure. Um, Joe Schilling was at a restaurant guys drunk is being an absolute jerk this is all based on things that have been said by joe Schilling. a uh, guy was singing a rap song that contained racial slurs specifically the n-word and was directing it at a bus boy who was african-american and joe Schilling basically had enough of it he walked bumped into the guy the guy like flexed on him and Joe Schilling put him to sleep. Give him two piece. Give him a two piece. Didn't even connect with the second one. The first one no. put him to sleep. <laughs> yeah. The right hand. And uh 
basically Joe Schilling in a statement. I, I don't have it like on hand right now, but yeah. <clears throat> essentially said, well, I feared for my life. It's like, come on, dude, <laughs> there's, there's correct ways to handle these things. There's incorrect ways to handle these things. Michael Bisping did the correct thing and walked away. And, you know, even though I'm sure if he wanted to, he could have absolutely whooped the shit out of the guy in new Orleans. He was the smarter guy because dude, you can't how and like you're a professional fighter there. You're the dude there's so many liabilities. There are so many liabilities being a professional fighter because you're trained to do this stuff. So if Joe Schilling doesn't get sued and if Joe Schilling doesn't get, you know, Oh, this man, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, then I'll be surprised. I'd be surprised too. Cause it was a brutal fucking knockout too. Mm-hmm. And not only that, like it, the dude, I mean, good excuse, whatever you feared for your life. We all know you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like you look at the guy and his body, like, his posture like his everything about him his demeanor yeah he doesn't look there like was no fear fight his way out of a wet paper fucking yeah. bag for one yeah and and he was drunk he was drunk obviously drunk and yeah. it i mean he may have said some stupid shit and been acting a fucking fool and sometimes you don't want to do that in front of the wrong fucking people like joe yeah. Schilling. yeah but a guy who's no not gonna take any bullshit He's just straight up. But the the way that dude dropped and like fucking went down, he could have easily killed that man. Like he could have smacked his head on the the floor and on the the bar, on the the bar stool, like anything. It could have been bad, dude. And he 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 will be lucky if he doesn't get sued for that. Basically, that he was saying that like like the bus boys and the, the bartenders and stuff like that all came up to him and thanked him afterwards for. Yeah. for dealing with that guy and all that stuff. And that doesn't mean you're in the right. No. You know in the I mean? eyes of the law, they don't give a shit about what everybody else said. It's about the crime that you committed, and you committed a pretty heinous crime because, yeah, the guy could have gotten in trouble because he's using racial slurs, but you're going to get in more trouble because you're a professional fighter who fucking knocked this dude out, <laughs> and he went limp dick like a noodle onto the floor. So but then again, also in his defense, if someone fucking tries to make me flinch and they're fucking cocked back like yeah. that, and they're, they're trying to pretend like they're going to hit me. I'm fucking throwing too. It just or so happens just that Joe Schilling of... is a bad motherfucker yeah. and he's yeah. quicker and knows what he's doing. And you got slept for it. Like that's Maybe like I mean. fucking Hector Lombard. You walk into the ring and get too close and he starts throwing. Starts throwing bombs yeah. at you <laughs> yeah. before he even did anything. He just like he's like, like oh. th- that's gonna be his defense. Is like the guy, like you know, he was threatening, like it was a threatening posture and shit like that. Like the guy did try to make him flinch, yeah, and look like he was cocked back to throw a punch or something. But all the court, if it was Francis and Ganu, oh god, if it was Francis and Ganu, I would have feared for my life. Oh yeah, but but. Not some drunk fucking piece of shit at the no. bar. The, what they're going to see is how how it even escalated to that in the first place. And yeah. Joe Schilling just walked in like he didn't give a fuck. 
He walked straight forward. Didn't step, didn't sidestep or anything. No, bumped the guy. into the guy. Yeah, he literally intentionally, yeah, like bumped into the dude, and the dude was like, "Hey, motherfucker, like, what's up?" And then yeah. knocked out. Like that could have been easily avoided if he just fucking let the guy walk by or fucking sidestep. Like, just didn't yeah. bump the dude. You know, he instigated the issue. I think, I think he, I think Joe Schilling kind of yeah. is going to be held the most responsible because. And the most liable because he's a trained fighter. So yeah, I mean, if his story is true, him being in fear for his life is not true. Not that one, but the guy being a drunk, doing racial slurs, and yeah, if the fucking bartender and all those people and the busboy all vouch for him and be like, "Hey, dude, this guy was out of control and he was going to do it to somebody else," it just happened to him then yeah. maybe they'll go lighter on him and maybe they'll just be like hey fuck it like, dude got what's coming but i guarantee well, he better you hope he has the coolest judge in the world well, i guarantee you homeboy <laughs> ain't never gonna do homeboy ain't never gonna do that again he should if he's be. smart if he's smart he won't he should have learned his fucking lesson straight yeah. up but. yeah um and i'm kind of bummed because we just found out today that uh one of jeffrey's uh you know, new favorite fighters, Paul Craig, he's going to be uh, fighting uh, in, what was that, August or September? I think it was September. September 14th or something. And he's going to be fighting Alexander Gustafson. Alexander Gustafson's coming September. back. Yeah. Coming back down to uh, 205 after he fought at heavyweight and lost to Fabrizio Verdum. Um, yeah, it's going to be Interesting because this is where we see if Paul Craig or Paul Craig is an is official, you know. Yeah, even even though test even though Alexander Gustafson, I don't think he's in the top fifteen in rankings anymore because he's been inactive in two hundred five. Uh, it, it'll still be interesting to just see how because that his his submission game is good, but he also fought a guy who's a stand up fighter. Yeah, Gustafson, I think, is pretty good on the on on the ground. Yeah, I think this is just this is a big step up in my opinion this for is competition. The biggest test because like I think Gustafson can still can can still compete with some of the best at that fucking weight class. Like mm-hmm. whether or not he's ranked in there or not or whatever, like that dude's a tough fight for anybody in that weight class. And um, you know, maybe the time that he hasn't been so active and all that stuff. Maybe his, his chin is kind of healed up or what, you know what I mean? Like maybe he's hasn't had so much craziness in the gym and all that shit either with like either concussions or, you know, maybe not sparring as hard, you know, maybe he's giving himself a little bit of a rest. And I think with, you know, with a healthy Alexander Gustafson, dude, I mean, he might go, he, I don't know who knows, like, yeah, there's no talent. He could be a fucking contender again. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's done yet. I don't Gustafson know if he'll be a contender. Getting up there but, in age. I think yeah. he's 34, 35. Yeah, but, I mean, that weight class is – I mean, there's exciting prospects in there. I still want to see what, uh, what's that guy's name again. Like, uh, he's the dude that did the spinning back elbow to uh, – Yuri. Yuri yeah, Pro yeah, 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 Prochaska or something. Yeah. Yuri Prochaska. Like that dude. You uh, know. Alexander Rockich. Yeah. Uh, 
dude, 205 is 205, 155, 145. Those uh, just stacked. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he wouldn't be a contender again. Maybe I jumped the gun on yeah. that. But I think uh, I would still like to like to see them fight those guys. Like, I want to see where they're at. You know, I want to see where he, where he where he's at still. So like him versus Paul Craig is a good fight because we're gonna find out. Like, it, is has he lost it? Because if he has, he should if, lose this fight. If Paul and, Craig is, this is where I'm most worried for Paul Craig. Mm-hmm. Is we saw how good his ground game is because he jumped guard. Yeah, he is the one who initiated that, and Jamal Hill went into it because I, it was almost like he wanted to prove how good his fucking jujitsu was. But it's like, dude, that's not the time and place to do that. Do that in the gym. Don't do that, and when you got money on the line here. Yeah, and not only that, like Gustafson, if anything, he's a seasoned vet at this point. Like, and he's, he's not really dumb. good in stand up. Yeah. He's Whereas, not fucking dumb. He ain't gonna do that shit. If that if Paul Craig pulls guard, motherfucker, you know, like if he feels any kind of threat, he'll get the fuck out. Like, not no, thank you. You know, let's stand yeah. up. Let's let's like he's not gonna follow him to the ground and give him a chance. You know what I mean? He's smarter than that. He's dude's fought for the title. You know what I mean? Like he's he, he's yeah, he's a legit fighter. No, and three times, fought three, fought Jones twice, and he fought DC. Yeah, so. I mean, just look at it that way. Dude's, dude's the upper echelon of at least experience in the game. He's not going to be stupid and do that shit. So I don't see a submission win coming here unless Paul Craig's jiu-jitsu is really good on his fucking back and, like, throws up something. Out of desperation. Uh, yeah, yeah, like amazing and just catches him or something like that. But, like, I, I think if he wants to – submit him or anything like that he's gonna have to take him down and and earn it you know what i mean like that's gonna be where the game comes but we also we also just didn't get to see enough of his stand-up game in that fight with jamal hill yeah i'm interested to see if his because he didn't want none of that no (laughs) he didn't want i think if it was if it would have stayed standing that jamal hill would have beat him but yeah i like paul craig i mean he is i after his him winning and seeing his post-fight interviews and stuff he won a fan in me yeah he's, uh, no he's, I, he's legit man yeah um, I, just, I, I, I hope like this is a good test for him and we're gonna see where he is you know if he can beat this guy that's a big step up and that means he's he's for real like he's a legit he's a legit prospect like i mean it is what it is oh also on that uh the houston card the one that Derek lewis and Cyril gone are fighting on uh amanda nunez versus uh is it Jessica Pena or Julia Pena? Julia Pena, yeah, okay. Yeah, Julia Pena. Um, okay, I, I didn't know that was announced already. I know that that was what Dana said was the next fight. Yeah, it's. At I didn't Bantam know that was okay. I just didn't know if that was the if that was already announced to when it was going to happen. Yeah, it's okay. on that Houston card with Derek Lewis and uh, Cyril Gone. Okay. So, and that, I that, think that fight's interesting as well. But I also kind of feel like it's too early for Pena because that was what her first fight after the long fucking layoff that she had. Yeah, uh, I just don't see anybody beating Amanda Nunes ever no. again. Like Amanda's <laughs> gonna ride off into the sunset. She's never gonna lose another fight again. She's just leaps and bounds above everybody else. Yeah, she's gonna have to go out on her own 
terms. Like she'll either retire. I can make a clone of her, and she can fight her clone. Yeah, that's that's about. You the know who thing. I'd like to see her fight is that chick from. It was what is it Bellator? Is it Bellator? No, you're talking about Kayla Harrison from PFL. Is it the PFL? Yeah, you're talking about Kayla Harrison, the judo, the one that was the uh, gold medalist in judo. I think so. She'd be yeah. slapping bitches too. Yeah, and I mean she... that with all due respect. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that she's with that. She's fighting people that are not anywhere close in com- in competition. Yeah, the PFL doesn't have. So I, I was listening to Weighing In with Josh Thompson and um, Big John McCarthy, uh-huh. and they've got an inside scoop that it sounds like Kayla Harrison is trying to leave PFL due to competition. Like, I think she's out to prove that she's the best, but she can't do that because in PFL, I don't even know one single person besides uh, Kayla Harrison and uh, Clarissa Shields. Those are the yeah. only two females in the, and that's because one was a, a gold medal boxer. The other was a gold medal judo athlete. And let's so, be real. That fight can't happen anytime, anytime soon, because there's levels of talent there that between PFL and Bellator not have and, yet. Dude, that's another thing. If, if Kayla Harrison were to go to Bellator, the only person that she, that is even interesting for her to fight because of weight is cyborg. Yeah. And I don't, I don't need that. I think she should go to the UFC and I think she should work her way up. Like, like everybody else, she'd be an interesting ass addition to the division, you know, just the 145 pound division is so like stale in the UFC. It's so stale. Like I know it's stale and I know it's very thin in Bellator, but at the same time, dude, who are the 145ers in, in uh, like you have Megan just, Anderson, just chicks that they bring in to fight fucking yeah, they Amanda brought because yeah, it was kind of like what they did for, for Cyborg, Cyborg when they yeah. brought when they brought like Leslie Smith in and then she yeah. fought Cyborg in UFC and then she went to Bellator and fought her in Bellator. Yeah, that's like I don't even know why in God's green to be like, yeah, you remember when you got slaughtered by her the first time? Hey, you went. <laughs> You want to go fighter instead of the UFC fighter in Bellator with barely anybody watching? Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was. I wonder if she could cut the weight though. Who, Kayla? Uh, Yeah, I wonder if she could go down to one thirty-five. I don't think so because I think she fights at one fifty-five right now. I think PFL made a light a women's lightweight division. For her. Okay, that's that's some of my ignorance right there then, because I didn't know yeah. that. I thought she was 145. No, I'm pretty sure she fights at 150. Oh, okay. she's, she's, so she's, she's, she's too fucking girl. big. So, she's maybe, a thick girl. so yeah, I guess the only chance is Bellator, because the fuck, I mean, even if she did cut the weight and go to 145, like it's still a it's still an empty division in almost everywhere yeah. for yeah. women's MMA, you know. Yeah. Uh I guess the last thing that we can really discuss, which is, you know, the last thing that we talk about before we go, we we're only going to have one episode this week, next week, we'll have our uh, prediction and the preview show. And then we'll do our, uh, you know, recap for UFC 264. 
But the last thing, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov and GSP both made comments in reference to, oh, oh, crap. Another thing real quick, just before this, uh, Sean Brady and Kevin Lee uh, re, uh, rescheduled their fight for okay, cool. sometime in August. So that way, you know, they ended up fighting each other still. So okay. luckily, Kevin Lee didn't get super hurt. It's just had to give it some time. Okay, so it probably was like a, just a bruised rib or something. Yeah, but I would have rather seen probably, them fight yeah. on this card coming up. Yeah. Um, but at least they still get the same, you know, they're, same they're, opponent. Training, they're training for each other. Yeah. They're not going to just fucking throw somebody else in there and then it's a whole different ball game and a whole different game plan and all that stuff. They're like, hey, here's just more time. Let's yeah. get it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just had no, remembered that in the back of my head. So. That's good because it's a subject we've already talked about before, and it's better to bring it up. Yeah, you know? bring it right back. Uh, so, yeah, Khabib and GSP made comments about the McGregor versus Poirier fight. Uh, Khabib said that he feels that if Connor, obviously, Connor has one round, if he can finish it in the first round, then he wins. But if it goes past the first round, then he's not going to win. GSP, on the other hand, was like, you know, he does really good in rematches or in terms of, like, the Nate Diaz fight. You know, he does better. He bounces back after losses. Um, and he feels like McGregor is going to win that fight. So uh, I'm pretty intrigued to hear Khabib say that he thinks Connor's going to win or has a chance of winning because just how much – how just like each them. other yeah. <laughs> yeah um so my thoughts on it are like I, I do think it's interesting that he would even say that but in my opinion both of them are i guess they're right and wrong a little bit like my interpretation of it is or my opinion of it i guess is that could i think khabib selling connor short by a round <laughs> i think he's got two rounds yeah. I think if it, after the second round, then then we have problems. I think he's got two good rounds in him that he that that like he could do that in. You know, after that, then I think it could. Then it's more swayed towards Dustin. What? In the f- I, I think I just think two rounds though. Not what just in the one. fuck does that say about Connor though? That his gas tank has been an issue his entire career, and it's still an issue. Like. It doesn't matter how much goddamn bike riding you do, how much running in Portugal up the beach and upstairs and all this other stuff. How I don't understand how it's still that big of an issue. Does he get such an adrenaline dump that it like because when he fought Dustin last time, there's no crowd. So you can't yeah. it can't be the crowd. I think what so, it is for Connor, it's it's all the other shit. It's the wrestling, it's the it's probably the stuff that he doesn't do very often, you know, like he, he's a striker and he, you know, he does work his ground game, obviously, but like how legitimate, how often do you think he's sitting there wrestling with the best guys in the world for rounds after rounds after fucking rounds. And that's all he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that when it boils down to it, when you look at the, the rematch with Diaz, he didn't guess. I mean, he did, but like, he he held his composure, you know what I mean? But yeah, that but that's because he realized I'm fight. never gonna fucking finish this guy. Yeah, that's literally he dropped him three fucking times, yeah. and it was like, dude, you hit him with 
like your best shots mm-hmm. and you still couldn't. But that's that's another thing is he throws with fucking well, deathly intentions. Yeah, too. But he, well, yeah, well, he also threw that that killer shot against Dustin mm-hmm. in the first round of the last fight. And it didn't like obviously it hit Dustin. Dustin, I'm sure he felt it. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a fucking solid ass punch. But at the same time, we're at 145. It put him out. Mm-hmm. Didn't put him out this time. So exactly. I just yeah. I, I think that's part of his game. I just think that's that's a thing that like I don't think his cardio is absolute shit. I think it's when it turns into a grappling match and it turns into all this other shit that his body's not made for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he hasn't trained for that. He's training to strike with somebody. And then once it goes to a little bit of grappling and all this other bullshit, his body gets shot and then he's fucked. You know, yeah. Like, that's a problem for him. And hopefully he's fixed that for this fight. Because I mean, all I see is fucking pictures of him riding bikes and cardio and all this bullshit. So hopefully his cardio is on fucking point. And he just did McGregor fast or some other shit that he just released. I keep seeing all these Instagram posts. It's like, okay, so is this just like a health? Is this like a health and wellness thing? Is it like better diet? Or is this something that's like, don't be a hypocrite. If you're going to fucking release this stuff, then you better be utilizing it and setting a good example because I'm telling you now, it, Dustin is the most dangerous person in that division. Yeah. And if you, if you, I think he's more focused this, this go around than he was in other fights past, even though he was humble Connor and other stuff, I still don't think he was as invested as he should be, but I think he, that hunger is there. And also, if he does lose this fight, where do you go from here, dude? Like, fucking call it a day. You're, you are, if you're, if you lose this fight to Dustin, there's a, there's literally murder's row of 155 pound prospects. Michael Chandler wants a piece of that. Dustin Hook or uh, uh, Hooker, Dan Hooker Hooker wants a, wants a piece of that. Justin Gaethje definitely wants a piece of that. Uh, Tony Ferguson wants a piece of that. Benil Dariush wants a piece of that. Dude, you name it, they want it. So even the fucking champ Islam wants a piece Islam Makhachev wants a piece <laughs> of that. So still a fight that needs to fucking happen, and it will make me rock fucking hard. Gaethje versus Justin Chandler Gaethje versus Chandler, dude. Yeah, I want I that fight more than anything. Like I do too. Fuck titles fuck all this other shit you want a fan favorite fight you make that shit dude like you just sign yeah. those dudes just say it's got title implicated you winner of this gets another fucking title shot who gives yeah. a shit like let's number go. one contender yeah let's they're like this it. is the number three contender fight they're like i don't even care yeah like let's we'll just let it happen just be like hey the winner of dustin and fucking connor they get the title shot. All right, we got that juice. We understand. You guys, but will the next after. guys, yeah, the next gonna, guys you guys are going to be on deck. Fight. Let's yeah. go. Like, let's just make it happen, dude. Tell me that fight wouldn't be fucking fireworks. There's no I, way I, in I hell know. that's a boring fight. There's no way, dude. Putting them on a card together, you would need to put. You'd also need to have like Valentina versus Amanda Nunes three, yeah. uh, <laughs> John Jones versus like, yeah. Francis Ngannou because. That would be like you're like yeah the, you could main event that and it oh, does, yeah. you could main event that as a pay per view. Uh huh. Uh, Gaethje versus Chandler. 
and not because even have it's a title fight on no the and no title fights. Yep. I would I would love that, but obviously with the way things are going right now, like it seems like they have to have a title fight on. Yeah. On the pay per views, just because you know, there's so many champions, like so many weight classes, so many champions. And then, this is my other point. Sorry to take it back to the no. GSP and and. Uh, no, Khabib that's thing. why we're still on. Because I said they were both like half right, I guess. Mm-hmm. The other half right part, I get, or the half wrong part, I think, from GSP is that he says that he's good in rematches and everything. Dustin Poirier was a rematch, and he fucking lost no, that one. He, I know, he said, I know like, once he comes off, back from coming, a loss. Yeah. Coming off of a loss. That's where yeah. he's right. Coming yeah. back from a loss, that does feed the fuel for Connor. That motherfucker gets hungry after a loss, and we saw that with the Diaz thing. He did not like that fucking loss. It was sour for him, you know? And he mm-hmm. came back and trained hard for that. But, like, just the rematch thing, I I mean, I guess that's just my misunderstanding of it, but, like, that, I don't find that entirely But the true. thing it's, is, is... Dustin was extremely motivated off of the last loss that he had suffered. So yeah. what does we're gonna see how Connor is and the I think way Dustin's that they're gonna come in the more way... motivated for this fight because I think Dustin's gonna try to prove that it wasn't a fucking fluke. Yeah, but here's obviously when the time comes this next week and we have and we talk about it in depth. I yeah. feel like that is gonna be our longest fucking podcast. So probably. we need to probably the longest one we're gonna ever have. Yeah. So we need to like me. I I mean, obviously it's all time pending, but like we're gonna have to do it earlier in the day because it's probably yeah. gonna go longer. Um, but yeah, it's just with there's so so many different variables in that fight that make it a fun and intriguing fight to talk about. Yeah, uh, they're they're lead up like they're talking on. Twitter and stuff. And it's like you dusty first one shoots a dusty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Strike striker turned wrestler. He's like, that just makes me feel like he's insecure or whatever. Yeah, because that that's the whole point of mixed martial arts. Yeah. He's like, that's that's a part of my of a game plan and all this other stuff. But it is what it is. Like it's just them talking shit and having fun, you know. Like it still doesn't seem like they're so are we gonna see the same Connor? Are we gonna see uh are we gonna see a humble Connor or are we gonna see a, a dickhead Connor? See, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like they're being really like fucking like dislike each other. You know what I mean? No. They're still kind of just shooting the shit and like yeah. just being whatever, but showing respect still kinda. Yeah. I think closer, I think like during the press conference and shit, we're gonna have a little bit of shit talk from Connor this yeah. time. I just think that he played the nice guy last time and it didn't work out for him. He played the bad guy the first time and that and shit, it did. it did work out. So I think, I think this time he's going to play a little bit more of a dickhead again. And I think that it's, I think that Dustin thinks that he can't let it get like, he won't let it get to him anymore. He thinks he's past that. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, I think it will get to Dustin a little bit. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. But, I, I mean, I don't know how much it'll play into the fight. I just think that, it, like, it's going to be like, well, I didn't expect that. I thought we were kind of cool, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I think it's going to fuck with them a little Connor's bit. Connor's going to hit, like, real personal. Yeah, something like just one little personal low blow that's going to be like, hey. He's going to bring – he's going to be like, I'm going to tag in my, my tag team partner, Colby Covington, and Colby's uh, like <laughs> – Colby's going to release all this video footage that he's been talking about, like, dropping – 
amateurs and tr- sparring sessions and Jesus. Ah, uh, whatever. Fuck it. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, I don't, I don't. I don't really know. I just. I feel like it's gonna. I, I feel like the press conference is gonna be a fun one to watch. I just think that like there's so much shit that they can do. And if he wants to get like personal, let's, let's see if they talk about that charity bullshit that went down that they kind of squashed, but didn't because Connor chose yeah, a because charity Connor, than his yeah. charity. Well, but, the thing is, know. is Dustin said, I don't care as long as it goes yeah, to the kids win. Yeah. You know? As long. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, if you donate to me or you donate to somebody else, I don't care. But like but, Connor, Connor could literally at the press conference just be like, "Hey, this guy's like shitty little fucking organization." Yeah, like, that was you know, and like th- then it turns into like yeah, something personal, personal again, you know. Yeah. And I could totally see him doing something like that just to fucking be like, and it would piss him off. He'd be like, "Hey, yeah. what the fuck, man!" Like, you know. Now, now you're making it personal again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, man. Well, uh, that's all, that's all I had for today's episode. Do you have anything? Was there anything else that you? wanted to talk about her address in terms of fights mm-hmm. or news or anything nothing really that's come up that i need to talk about or whatever this this one felt a little um this one felt a little like it was missing something a little, a little yeah, jeffrey missing you know? a little jeffrey Listen, a little jeffrey dude I hopefully know. he comes back hopefully we'll have him for next week for the predictions and shit like yeah. i said worst case scenario if he can't have internet or anything he just goes he's moving back he can come over here connect to my wi-fi and he can do the podcast in another room or he could sit right here next to me and we could do it and i'll move over like i'll drop the green screen and in case our listeners and viewers didn't know jeffrey and trent are brothers yeah that's my my older brother so if people aren't sure it's like wait what do you mean he's gonna be at your house yeah jeffrey and trent are brothers so yeah um yeah, hopefully everything gets situated and then we'll have Randy on uh, Thursday, Thursday night. So okay. he's two hours ahead in Canada of me. So he's we an hour ahead of you. We all got different time zones. Man. Yeah, he's an hour. Well, that's he's he was on the same time zone as Jeffrey. Okay. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't have anything uh, else to add. Uh, appreciate the support that we've gotten thus far. Uh, please keep it up. Again, like I said before on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, comment on the videos. Uh, if there's stuff that you agree with, if there's stuff that you don't agree with, it's great. Cause we can get in the comment section and we can talk with you guys and interact with you guys. Um, yeah, hit if, that you notif- got, if you guys got subjects for us or anything like yeah. that to talk about, like post that in the comments. Cause then we could bring them up or, you know, anything like that guys, just like comments and, and likes and everything. And let us know, man. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, hit that notification bell. So that way you can see whenever we post live, uh, also check us out, uh, in the pod in podcast platform, as I said, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, on all those different platforms. So mostly anchor Spotify, Google podcasts, breaker, stuff like that. Um, other than that, I don't, I think that's it, dude. I think that's it as well. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later.